Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29-year-olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course you know how it goes. Good night. Whenever you're listening to the podcast, welcome to the Swipe Wrong Podcast. I am Chaos. Welcome to the number one podcast that Stormy Daniels listens to, and not one person pays her to keep her mouth shut. So... I think this show, hopefully you've, you've found some funny stories, you found some interesting stories, maybe you've even found quite a few relatable stories where you're like, oh yeah, that, that kind of happened to me. And there's a lot that I think we get into on that. And I think in the upside down as we run into this, there's a few things that we might run into that you guys have kind of ran into yourself. And if I say run into five more times, everybody eventually gets a cookie. But it's something, I guess, like how many times have you run into somebody when you're on an app? You're like, oh, shit, they were married. Of course, they weren't going to tell me that. Well, I think this one kind of deals with a subject that a lot of people are trying to navigate, and that's dating after divorce and how uh, complicated that can be and what you're trying to navigate. And uh, I've talked to a friend a couple of months ago, and, and we were trying to figure out, and I know I've said it on the show, how many different levels of compatibility you need to have as you go through all the the dating cycle is do you get along do you make each other laugh do you enjoy each other's company is the sex good then it's like if they have kids or the parenting style is the same do they like the way that they parent and so on and so forth well the other thing is just navigating you know what it's like to put your personal needs and what you want at the forefront when you're so used to having like two people together and think about what makes us happy now it's what makes me happy all right i'm gonna move forward because that's too much i feel like that's too much of a soapbox so Let's just get ready for the show. And how do we get ready for the show? Sit back, relax, put your feet up, enjoy, grab some popcorn, get it buttered if you need to. If you're in traffic, don't hit that person next to you and enjoy dating after divorce. When you go from a divorce, when you go from bad relationships, you just sound like as an individual now you're ready to be like, all right, cool. I don't need somebody, but if I want somebody to enhance my my life, then that's cool. Yep. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So perfect. Whereas when you first were dating and everybody was there, it almost felt like it was a need, huh? Yeah, it did. And I rem- I was just having this conversation this weekend with a friend about how when I first got divorced and I, I was terrified to be alone. I didn't want, yeah. I didn't know what to do with myself. I mean, I have three kids and um, my world was taking care of them and doing yeah. everything for them. And then they you know, leave the house and I didn't know what to do. And it was terrifying. And so, like I said, I just filled my time. I tried to make as many plans as I could. I didn't want to be alone because if I was alone, then I was forced to think about everything that had happened. And, um, now I look back, you know, and I, for example, I spent Christmas alone because my 
my ex took the kids on a, on a vacation, which was great. And I just want to say too, my ex-husband and I are in a really great place now, despite everything that happened. I mean, we co-parent really well, beautifully now. Um, but you know, he, he, they went away with him and and people asked like, Oh, are you so sad? Is this going to be so hard for you? And I loved it. It was really, you know, now, now I'm so picky about when and who I spend my time with. And I love, I love my time. For example, tonight is my night free. This is the only thing I have scheduled by design because I didn't want, you know, I could have gone on a date tonight. I don't want to go on a date. I want to be at home. I want to be alone and meditate and journal and do all those things that now that I've fallen in love with. So that's why I think something like how I'm approaching dating now, it really makes me question like, do I want to spend time with this person? Is this somebody that, you know, will add to my life? Is it worth it? Yeah. I love it. I do. So the generic questions. So since you've gone through all this madness, worst date ever that you've had on this. Tell me about the worst date if it comes to mind or if you had any bad dates. Yeah, I have had one. This is before, this is right after I got divorced. Um, And again, he was literally the first person I matched with on Bumble. Um, But I was on Bumble. I was on all of them. I was on Bumble with this guy, matched with him. And I told him he was my first match. And um, mistake, number one. Anyway, we show, so I saw his pictures. I did vet him with my friends. Is he cute? Yeah, he's cute. Okay. So we go to like a shopping mall area and um, I walk into the bar and I text him and I, I'm looking around, looking around and I say, I'm here. And he's like, oh, I am too. I'm right over, right over here. So he stands up and I'm telling you, Chris, he did not, he didn't even resemble the pictures. No way. Close. I mean, all these men, you hear them talking about, oh, these women and their filters, this and that. Give me a break, because let me tell you what these men do. They will tell you they are 40 when they are 52 years old. (laughs) And I am not even exaggerating because that was the first thing I asked him when I sat down. I said, and we'll call him Tom. I said, Tom, how old are you? And he said, I know I'm not 40. No. (laughs) That's what I said. I said, no, you're not 40. And he said, I'm actually 52. And I said, well, why did you say that you were 40 years old? That's 12 years, like younger than what you are. And he said, well, because I really want to have kids. And so then the empath in me kind of sits. And so I sit down, I'm like, oh, I know, I'm sorry. But I said to him, I'm not having any kids with you. (laughs) I'm not interested in that at all. And um, I said, I have three kids and I am not having any more And, um, he just explained, he wanted to show up in the searches of women that were younger. I mean, not that 40 is that young, but like, you know, maybe he's hoping to get somebody that is in their forties that hasn't had kids yet, that still has a chance. And, um, so anyway, that was probably the worst date on top of it. It was just, the conversation was horrible. I mean, you start things off with a major lie like that. It's not, there's no, you know, Major. Was, I can't believe like how was he, was he at least his height that he said? I mean, was he even in that ballpark? He or was, was he... probably also 15 to 20 pounds over the weight uh, in his pictures. He when I say he looked nothing like it. Uh, nothing. Like it. nothing. Uh, see. No, I don't even I didn't even stay for dinner. We just had a drink. We had like an appetizer, and then I, I said I had to go let my dog out. I didn't have a dog at that time. So <laughs> <laughs> now you have a dog just in case you do need to let the dog out exactly oh, yeah. oh girl that stinks anything any crazy valentine's dates 
Valentine's went up. Yeah. It's just, Oh, I got, up. I got dumped last year on Valentine's. What? Day. Oh yeah. That was also a real cool, cool way to go. Oh girl. Um, yeah. This, this was an interesting one too. So I, I won't say his name. He, um, I mean, I've had some doozies. I, this was also a guy I was involved with for quite a while and we were exclusively dating and I say exclusively (laughs) dating because they all say we're exclusive, but, um, we were exclusively dating, but again, my intuition kind of said, I don't know, something feels off here. So I was on, I was out watching the super bowl and a girlfriend of mine is single and she's on bumble. So she was swiping through and guess who we saw on Bumble? We no saw the I was dating. Way. And so I took a screenshot of her app, the picture from her phone, and I sent it to him on Valentine's Day morning. Oh. And um, I said, you know, maybe we should talk about this. And of course, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just looking at blah, 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 blah. I'm going to come over tonight. We'll talk about it. And so we ended up just, I said, you know what, if you're looking, then that's a sign that this isn't going anywhere. Yeah, you know, it's geez, been long enough yeah. that you should know uh, and I should know. And we both didn't know. So that was uh, an epic balance. Guys are fucking stupid. I swear to God. Oh. Like I know I'm one, but we're the dumbest. Like you get male ego, you get keyboard courage and anonymity in there. Fucking yeah. curtains. It's over. I know. That's All okay. Right. This year so, is bound to be better because oh, shit. I don't know if you can go anywhere. From, Look, I mean, you've got a like, plan. <laughs> yeah. You've got a plan. Like, you, like your 2023 has got a plan. You're moving forward. You feel good about yourself. Like, I, yep. like there's nothing but good things that are going to happen. Because yes. the train wrecks, they've been cleaned up. I mean. They, <laughs> I know. God, no more train wrecks, please. <sighs> All right. So best date. How about that one? Uh, the best date I had was in Wisconsin, um, Lake Geneva. I, I went up there. I met, I matched with a guy on hinge. Um, and we did do a FaceTime first. We did a couple of FaceTimes before we met up. So I knew what I was walking into. Um, he looked like he said, you know, he looked like his profile. Sure. We had good chemistry just through text and conversation through the phone. Um, we started at a coffee shop again, like really good chemistry. The thing I liked about this date is that we had enough in common. We had fitness in common. So we had that kind of to talk about a lot. Um, I'm a competitor. He's not, but he's really serious about his exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, so we had a lot of commonalities there, but then we had some really big differences too. Politically we're pretty different. Um, just, you know, we live in two different states. So we had enough yeah. difference that felt interesting to me because I don't right. necessarily want to date somebody that is the carbon copy of myself. You know, yeah. I want to, I'm, I'm interested in people that think differently than me. And I find that that fun and challenging. So, um, so we coffee shop that led to dinner on the water. Um, we got to see a proposal get set up. Oh, cool. like that was kind of romantic. Yeah. And then, um, we went to a speakeasy and sat by a bonfire and just kind of snuggled and drank a little bit. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was just, it was a really, really great date. So in Lake Geneva, what, that's probably what, two hours, two and a half hours out. That can't be too, no, too far. It's maybe an hour and yeah. 15 minutes for me. Okay. That's it, it was cool. kind so of the middle. Yeah. It was kind of like a midway point for both of us. He lived further up North. And so, it, I mean, it really wasn't midway, but it was 
it was a cool spot that we were both having to drive to. So how did you met? Like, so I know like, like Facebook dating, for example, gives zero fucks about how distance you put, like you could put 30 miles and you're going to match with somebody in, in mud Lake, Kentucky, but it's hinge the same way. I haven't been on hinge in a while. Hinge. You can set your, um, your mileage preferences and you can say if it's a deal breaker or not. Okay. I did not have that far on mine, but he had his set pretty far. So I think okay. that's why we ended up matching. Okay. Um, now I have it set pretty far because I realized that for me, distance is not a deal breaker. I've kind of made okay. a list of my deal breakers. I am completely willing to have a long distance relationship. Again, if the effort is there to make time. Um, and if I feel really super secure with somebody, I don't need to be with that person every day because I have my own life and sure. enjoy my space. So sure. Sure. it's okay. Thank you for being along for the ride on the Swipe Wrong podcast, where we take everyday people like you and me telling their everyday stories of their swipe right life. Show is produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham Place. If you want to reach out to the show and tell us your story, we'd love to hear it. Give us a call. Google voice us at 317-426-6616. Leave your information and we'll get back to you or just your story. You can also email us at swipewrongpod at gmail.com. We are on Insta, Facebook, TikTok. We're out there. I am Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. You can find me pretty much anywhere that you see me. And next week, the saga continues. Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong.